What is good? All of our listeners, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I finally gave in to Elder Scrolls Online. Whoa. I finally did it, guys. I finally purchased Elder Scrolls Online. And I am loving it. Like, I'm actually liking it a lot. I don't know. I was so against it. I don't know why, specifically. I think it was just kind of like I, I didn't think I had the time for it. Yeah. But after Fallout 76 and we're not getting Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls 6. Um, <laughs> since uh, I'm not having a good time in Fallout and we're never going to get Elder Scrolls 6. Not until I'm dead, basically. Um, I thought I would just pick it up. And I'm really digging it. Yeah, it's it's a good game. Like it's it's a it's a good game to just like grind in. You know, like uh, it's just a good game to just pick up. I don't, I don't, I like I don't know what else to do. So it's really good. Uh, Liz, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm yeah. a little sleepy. Yeah. Why is that? Because we stayed up till one a.m. last night so I could write. You want? Yeah, you were writing a book. I am writing a book. Yeah. And uh, every like uh, all the time, you know, well, not all the time, but a couple nights a week, uh, we stay up and um, yeah, so I can write because even ever since college, I can't I do my best writing. I do my best work at night. Yeah. Even in college, like my roommate and I would try and do our homework like at noon, like if we had like if our classes ended early that day, mm-hmm. we would always try doing them like in the afternoon or even before dinner couldn't get them done like literally i couldn't start my homework before 7 p.m yeah i i i do my best work in the morning uh that's when i'm most focused and it's not even that he's a crazy person who has energy when he wakes up in the morning like a psychopath well like i have energy to work in the morning but then i have the most social anxiety in the morning like i'm comfortable with you well, yeah, but that's like, good. I mean, we're married. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like whenever I go to church in the morning and like because I'm a youth pastor, like I have to like greet people. But in the morning is when I have my, my peak in social anxiety is like on the rise. And so like people's like, oh, good morning. Good morning. Adam. I'm just like, hey, hi. Leave me alone, please. Well, at least it's only in the morning and not 24-7 like me. Yeah, no. like. <laughs> Trust me, it's a lot more stressful when it's 24-7. It, it, it is hard being a youth pastor when you have social anxiety. Like, because you, you want to love on people. You want to, like, like say, like, yo, man, I really value you. But also stay away from me. Um, but it's it's good, though. Like, it, it really pushes me to be more personable. And I and I know I'm already personable, but yeah, I was gonna say I'm like really you need that mo- you need more of that. <laughs> well, like that's the thing. I I feel like I'm an introvert that like wants like so badly to be an extrovert that like I'd like put you force my force it. I, I like not even force it, but I'm just like you know what? Like I I really want to tell that person that they're valued. I think you're an extroverted <clears throat> or an introverted extrovert. Yeah. Like you're very personable. You're out there. You're crazy. You're fun. Yeah. But you still recharge with quiet time. Exactly. Like I need my alone space. I, I need. I mean, my my quiet place. Um, that's also because you're an only child. Uh, that's also because I'm an only child. But you're you're straight up introvert. Oh yeah. Yeah, straight up. Um, Give me snacks and a movie and sweatpants and a blanket, and that is my ideal day. Add yeah. some rain or snow. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I like to be out there, but. At the same time, the way I recharge is kind of like leave me alone, like kind of like deal. I recharge with a nap. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't take naps. I don't know why. Well, naps are for the week. Yeah. That's what you always say. I don't understand <coughs> naps in college. Well, naps is the only thing that got me through college. I love naps. Nap time was great in college. <coughs> real men don't take naps. I'm a real man. Okay. Boots and construction. Real men can admit they need a nap. That's true. <coughs> real men. The dog farted. He, he did fart. I do smell it. I smell my dog's fart. Which brings us to our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment where we talk about the movies that we watched, whether it be in theaters, Netflix, or on Blu-ray. Uh, and this week, it was a Netflix movie. Uh, last week, we said that we were going to go to the theaters for our Movie Minutes. However, Liz, do you want to share the story? So this whole time we've been like super excited to go see fighting with my family on Valentine's Day because, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, 
because so, we had seen trailers and it said it was premiering February 14th. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, great. So the whole week I've been like checking Regal, seeing, and it wasn't on the upcoming movies. Yeah. And like, even like the week of Valentine's Day, it wasn't on the upcoming movies, and I wanted to pre order our tickets. Right. Because it was Valentine's Day. Like, I don't care what movie it is. You should always pre order tickets for if you're going to go see a movie on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So. I was going. I was looking at them, and it wasn't there. And so then I checked another app that had all movie theaters. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's just not playing at ours. Right. So I'll see if the AMC near my work was mm-hmm. playing it, because then we, the, you could just pick me up from work, and we'd go straight to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And I realized that it must have been that the 14th is only in select theaters. Yeah. Because the closest theater to us that was playing it on the 14th was in Brooklyn, which, which takes us like an hour and a half, to two hours to get to. Yeah. So. And I'm not driving to Brooklyn. Like. Yeah. And, and I didn't get out of work till seven o'clock at night. So then we wouldn't be getting to Brooklyn until like nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. and not getting home till almost midnight. Yeah. Like. You, you know who's in Brooklyn? Our friends over at Overachievers Podcast. You should, you should go check it out. I thought I was telling a story. I know, but I thought I'd give a shout out because they gave <laughs> us a shout out. But I'm like, you know, speaking of Brooklyn. <laughs> Overachievers podcast. So, anyway, coach, yeah. So, we were like really upset. Like, I was like in a mood. Like, I was like, oh, like, I literally was acting like my Valentine's Day was completely ruined. I was so excited to see that movie. I wanted to see that movie since I saw a trailer this summer. Like, I've been dying to see that movie. I want to see it so bad. So, we were really upset. I mean, we, had, we ended up going out and having a very nice dinner. He's over here. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go see it this Friday. Yeah, we're gonna when go it see comes it out because it comes out in all theaters on the twenty second. Yeah, we're gonna watch the uh, first Phillies uh, spring training. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, so it's gonna be the first day of Phillies spring training. Hopefully, Bryce Harper will be there. Bryce, sign a contract. Honey, he is not listening to this podcast. He is. Hi, Bryce. Want to be buddies? No. Signed to the Phillies. Philly buddies. Anyways, but. Uh, but yeah, we're going to watch the Phillies and then we're going to go watch that movie. But this movie, uh, we actually watched on Netflix. This is a Netflix original that came out in January, uh, starring Chevy Chase and Richard Dreyfus, uh, called The Last Laugh, right? So yes. let's get started with this. Uh, Liz, opening thoughts. What, what did you think? I really liked it. I think it was a little choppy. It was. But and we're going to talk about that in a little yeah. bit. But overall, it was a really good movie. It definitely was not a waste of time. Yeah, and I think that's how we're rating movies now. Is like, did it waste our time? This one didn't waste our time. It wasn't like the best use of our time. I guess it's like a no, ten. No, but like I wouldn't say that it was a complete waste of time. Like it was still a good movie. And if you're in the mood to just kind of watch like a feel good movie and laugh a little bit, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. So the last laugh is a movie. Uh, again, like I said, starring Chevy Chase. But Chevy Chase was is playing this. Um, rundown agents like his comedy agent so he was signing comedians and like booking them different places but then he is his old age is getting to him his granddaughter is like maybe she go into a retirement home he's like oh yeah maybe i am done and that's where he meets his old uh comedian buddy that he used to sign uh buddy client. green what's that client client thank you're you looking for with client uh comedian person thing person <laughs> caveman um <coughs> but called buddy green who's played by Richard, Richard Dreyfuss. Um, and that that's where, like, everything ensues. They start talking about, like, the good old days. And, well, no, like, well, more more or less, Chevy Chase's, uh, his character's name, Al. So Al starts talking more about his glory days. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, Buddy Green. Uh, Buddy was just saying, like, no, I, I think I'm done. I'm retired. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. But it's a movie about saying, like, it's never too late to start achieving your dreams. Yeah. You're never too old to get started, I mm-hmm. think was the uh, big message. So you talked about how it's very jumpity. Uh, jumpity. Uh, chunky. Chunky. Choppy. Chunky. Choppy. That was the word we were both looking for. So it was very choppy. And the intro was very much... There's no establishing shots. There, there's nothing like that. It's just kind of like in one scene, this is in the intro, so this is the first 10 minutes. Uh, in one scene, um, he's in a, uh, Al is in a cafe and like talking about like, oh, you know, I, I signed these actors and they're like really old names, blah, blah, blah. He's talking to this hip youngster. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's in a cafe and then wham, he, he's in a cemetery talking to his dead wife. Like no establishing shots. Yeah. Like nothing like saying like he's in a cemetery, but he's like, 
oh, I forget his wife's name. Like, oh, Doris, you know, I, I don't know what to do anymore. And he's like talking to his dead wife, like within a snap, like no, no, yeah. like transition scene. It's just kind of like very chop chop. Um, but as I as I uh, talk more about this movie, I think like my views of it have like been more lenient about mm -hmm. it. Uh, but yeah, the intro is very choppy, and I feel like as we were watching the movie, I was just like, I think it's just being choppy so that it cuts to the chase, yeah. to the Chevy chase. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just saying like, hey, listen, uh, Al is old, so is Buddy. They're in retirement homes. Uh, it's like setting up the story so that it can go to yeah. the main plot. But they set it up for half the movie. Yeah, it was... It The, the story didn't start until 20 minutes in in a two-hour movie so yeah um uh, yeah like what was that i i can do maths a tenth a quarter you're looking at me you're the one that's better at math in this relationship how do you say grease again anyways so serg um but yeah like it, the pace was a little bit uh rushed but once it got to the main plot where um and it, again we're not spoiling anything this is like within the parameters of the description of the movie yeah. uh they they exit the they, like they leave to go on tour to uh to get buddy on some comedy tours and they're they're much older guys so they're just trying to uh please the younger crowd um but even within the story like the first like 15 minutes in after the main plot starts it's still a bit choppy like it still goes on like saying like this 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 yeah. this um but but that's the thing though. Uh, this was an hour and thirty six minutes, and <clears throat> this felt like the opposite. The last movie we talked about was a hundred foot journey. Mm -hmm. I talked about how a hundred foot journey journey was an hour and a half movie stretched out to two hours. Mm -hmm. This felt like a two hour movie cut down to an hour and a half. Yeah, same. So it was the opposite in that standpoint. Yeah. Did you appreciate that, or did you think like? It could have standed to be a two-hour movie. I think it could have gone either way. Like, I think a two-hour movie would have been fine, but I also think that possibly two hours might have felt a little boring. Yeah. To expand on those parts that they chopped out, mm -hmm. I feel like would have been a little boring. But I also feel like they that means that they didn't need to put it in like that. Mm -hmm. They could have simply... I don't know. I just feel like could have done a different way. Like they could have said, they could have shown him like not being able to make it around the house by himself all the time and his granddaughter yeah. caring for him and then his granddaughter coming to him with that. And then when he was in the nursing home, they could have cut it all down to one scene that made him be like, I'm not ready for retirement. Let's go on tour. Like I feel like yeah. that all could have been cut down to two, two scenes Yeah, and done. Yeah. Like, more establishing, more set, uh, setting toned. Um, but again, as I slept on this movie a little bit, I started to understand what they were trying to do. Um, but yeah, just again, like uh, the pacing was a bit choppy, but uh, I'm not going to spoil any more of this movie. I, I think this is not going to be a waste of your time. Yeah. And I think you should go see it. <clears throat> it's on Netflix. Yeah. But overall, I think it's just a great message mm -hmm. of you're not too old. Um, even doing this podcast right now, like I just thought, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm in my current job right now. And, you know, that's like, I'm never going to be in an entertainment business, but it's just like, no, you're not too old to start. Just, exactly. just go ahead and start, do it. Like w what's stopping you? Uh, so overall it's a good message. Now, uh, as we close out this movie minutes, I think why it's chopped down is because all it's trying to do is uh, establish a story in the way that you say your summer vacation. It's like whenever, you, like, oh, what you do over the summer? Oh, I went here and I met this guy and then I and I uh, met uh, this person and we went here and this was a funny story. It kind of was choppy in a way of someone is re like retelling their their summer uh, vacation, mm -hmm. right? Uh, like they're they're on tour and it's just like, hey, what you do? This 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 yeah. this. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing because one, it it's Chevy Chase and Richard Dreyfuss. They're not yeah. going to do anything wrong in my eyes, um, which I always forget that Chevy Chase is in National Lampoon. I don't know why. I think it's because his age. Like I see Chevy Chase now, 
And I see Chevy Chase in National Lampoon. Yeah, but you saw more of Chevy Chase when he was younger than you have when he was older. Well, that's what I mean. But like now my idea of Chevy Chase is old Chevy Chase. That's weird. How many times can I say Chevy Chase? Too many times. I- instead of Chubby Bunny, we should say Chevy Chase. Oh my Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I think it was just more establishing like summer vacation kind of storytelling. Yeah. The only thing that really bothers me in this movie, and it's stupid, Mm -hmm. but they never say anything of where Chevy Chase's kids are. Like, they have his granddaughter who's, like, in her 20s taking care of him. Where's her parents? Yeah, they didn't really say. And it really bothers me. They never touch on that. Like, Yeah, they never touch on that at all. The twist is pretty good. Um, If you follow along, it's like a twist that, like, doesn't floor you, but you're just like, oh, man, if I was paying attention, you would have seen that. Yeah. But they set up in a way where it's just like it goes into the end and you're just like, oh, man, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So it's a good movie. Uh, Let's close out with our with our ratings. You gave it a six point five seven. Yeah. Like, would you say you lean more towards six point five or seven? Can I go halfway between six point <laughs> five and a seven? You six are, point seven five. Yeah, you can go six and three quarters. <laughs> I originally gave this a six, but sleeping on the movie and really uh, focusing on like what kind of story it was tri- trying to tell, I think I lean more towards a six point five. Yeah. Or even, yeah, probably I lean like give it up to a six point five. It wasn't a seven. Like a seven is a solid movie. That's true. In my well, no, an eight is a solid movie. A seven is a decent, and a six is just above average. So I think, you know, this is a six point five. Yeah, I think I'll give it a six point five. It was just under decent, just under, but it's not necessarily just above average. I'm gonna keep mine at six, six and three quarters. Six and three quarters. Um, but yeah, so that was movie minutes. Uh, again, the movie was the last laugh. It's a Netflix original. You can go check it out. Uh, before we get into our next segment, we'd like to remind you all to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us, talk to us, uh, reach out to us. We're coming up on episode 50. And on episode 50, I didn't tell you this. No, I'm, I'm like, wait, where is he going with this? What are we doing? On episode 50, I would love to do like um, an AMA and like an Ask Me Anything kind of thing where our Twitter. Uh, followers can just ask us anything and we can answer it on the show i think that'll be good like cool so uh, like start connecting with us we want to do this so that we can connect with the audience so uh follow us on twitter either tweet us at gaming groceries me at ace the grocer or liz at journey first you know you can say it yeah but it's your name also uh follow us on instagram uh uh, games and groceries, all one word. If you're listening to us on iOS, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, give us your honest feedback, your solid rating, so that we can get the attention of Anchor. Oh, my goodness. I actually wrote Anchor a letter. You did. It I, was a very good letter. Yeah, so what I did was I wrote them out a statistical letter saying how does the statistics of podcast listeners uh, relate to the statistics of video game players right so gamers i guess yeah um and how they kind of match up and how anchor is kind of like they, they could be focusing more on gaming podcasts and yeah. i think gaming podcasts Not even focusing more but just like giving give, us a platform yeah giving a platform a little bit and i think gaming plat uh gaming podcasts get like the low end of the totem pole because gamers are giving the low end of the totem pole very true um but yeah so Give us your honest feedback so that we can get more attention from Anchor and more gaming podcasts can get the spotlight. Uh, and finally, we'd like to shout out uh, Absolute Prodigy. Mm-hmm. As we're recording this, right now, right now on February 18th, uh, this Monday, uh, he is uh, doing a charity stream for Latinx, uh, which is now sponsoring the Hispanic Scholarship Fund. Uh, I will be going on later to... Uh, uh, stream apex legends with him so that's gonna be a lot of fun uh but yeah so it's a really good charity uh he's really really close to his um his scholarship fund so uh if you would like to donate uh the link is in my is in the twitter at games uh, gaming groceries or just check us out on twitch i'll be tweeting about it uh later where you can find us on twitch yeah. so yeah uh but yeah definitely follow absolute prodigy on twitch yeah give him a follow but yeah really cool guy Really, really cool guy. Wow. 
We should have him as a guest. Honestly, every time we shout our mouths, maybe maybe when the um, one of the topics can be like, why is Twitch so important to gaming? We should have him on. Yeah. Since we shout him out so much, it it would be nice if our listeners like actually get to know him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, So absolute prodigy, would you like to come on? It'll be like, yeah, we're in a group chat. So, of course, Yeah, I was going to say he's just going to message you the second we like put this up. Well, no, he's uh, streaming right now as we're as we're talking. I thought he started at 11. No, he's featured at 11. So he's starting at 9. Oh. But then his featured slot in the Latinx uh, Twitch stream okay. is from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay, I get it. And then after 1 p.m., we'll start uh, streaming Apex Legends. I got you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I think that can go right into our next segment. Top 3 Gaming News. Top 3 Gaming News is where we look at the gaming news of this week, and we rank what reached out to us. And we'll rank it uh, three, two, one. So let's get started um, because we want to get into our big topic of the week. Uh, and also, what's the number one gaming news? It's kind of crazy. And I think you already know what the number one gaming news is. But let's well, start. We have to start with three. We have to start with three. So, <clears throat> so number three, uh, THQ Nordic acquires yet another, another one. Another studio and IP, that being Warhorse Studios. So, Kosh Media, which is owned by THQ Nordic, uh, announced the purchase of Warhorse Studios and all of their IPs. Uh, this is really, really awesome because this is really going to establish uh, the next Kim Come Deliverance game. Mm-hmm. Kim Come Deliverance, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but I appreciated it. Um, it, it just was very glitchy and buggy. And I'm not very much a like a hardcore survival RPG kind of guy. And this was this was definitely like you got to clean your robes. You got to eat. You got to you got to bathe. You got to like focus on everything about your character. Yeah, it was like Sims with RPG. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's just not my play style. Like I like RPGs where the only thing I have to focus on is leveling up and building up my stats, Um, you know, focusing on my health like Fallout. Fallout 3 yeah. is my favorite. Um, what are you doing, Floki? Anyways. Uh, my goodness. But yeah, so uh, this after this acquisition, uh, Warhorse actually tweeted out that over over the past year, so they released Kingdom Come Deliverance last February, which is crazy. That cr- was only a year ago? Right? That was, uh, that was 2018, February. Wasn't that crazy? I feel like that was forever ago. I know. But over the past year... They sold 2 million copies, 2 million copies of Kingdom Come Deliverance and over 500,000 DLCs sold, which is nuts. Count that as a successful game. Uh, it, it was it was fantastic. I'm yeah. not trying to harp on Kingdom Come. No, it was still a good game. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, it all, I mean, it did have some weird glitches. It did have really funny like glitches. Game, like game changing glitches, yeah. like when you got stuck. I was actually in uh, Game Ranks's uh, Game Come Deliverance. I think I was no, I was I was only featured once, but I was in Game Ranks's uh, funniest Kingdom Come Deliverance video. Uh, but that was nice. Uh, and yeah, and this is gonna like I said, this is gonna bring a lot into Warhorse. Maybe uh, put into the new uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance sequel or mm-hmm. even their next IP. Because this was this is a really exciting Warhorse is. Definitely one of those RPG makers that it's it's going to build up over time. Yeah. And I can see them making really solid games. Like, Deliverance wasn't really my thing, but I can see myself playing another Warhorse Studios uh, IP. So, uh, this is really exciting news. Yeah. Uh, but it's our number three. And, you know, just thought we'd talk about it for a little bit. What do you think, Liz? Is this really something you, that I can have an opinion on? Yeah. You love Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> number two. Number two gaming news is the Nintendo Direct happened in uh, the 13th of this week. So right before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, nothing was said about Animal Crossing at all. So many, uh, many updates were made about some um, new games coming out, including the big highlights was Mario Maker 2 and Link's Awakening Remake. So... This is crazy. Like, the, the very first game that they showed off was Mario Maker 2. Mm-hmm. 
that was the last thread holding up that Wii U. It's like, well, I only own a Wii U because I really like Mario Maker. Mario Maker 2 coming out for Switch. All right, snip. And then yeah. <laughs> there goes, there was, it was just hanging by a thread. And then that's it. Like, that. that's what officially buried the Wii U. Yeah. Like, it, like everybody's saying, oh, it's already dead. No, it was very much alive because of Mario Maker. Yeah. Now, good night. Bye, Wii U. <laughs> Tootaloo. Um, but lots of games uh, were, giving, uh, were given dates uh, and established. Some of them were later that day. Yeah. Uh, they're also getting uh, Hellblade's newest sacrifice. Play Hellblade's newest sacrifice. That game is nuts. Um, the audio design behind it is just it makes it seem like there's voices inside your head. Uh, they put on a um, they actually hired a full time psychiatrist to let them know are they doing this oh, right? Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a nuts title. Um, so there's a lot of good things that came out, but unfortunately there was no Animal Crossing, no Pikmin. And here's the one thing that nobody's talking about. No, uh, the rumored Metroid Prime trilogy that's coming out for Switch that uh, the editor for the main editor for Game Informer said, like, yeah, it's done. It was supposed to be announced two months ago. Hmm. But with this Nintendo Direct, you would think that they would announce it, but no Metroid Prime trilogy either. So those are three solid titles that didn't see any light at all. Hmm. And you would have to think that, like, okay, they're waiting until probably E3. To, to talk about Animal Crossing, the Maybe. next Pikmin. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't wait. I don't want, I don't know why they wouldn't just throw the Metro Prime trilogy right at you. Unless it's coming out in June during E3. And they just like come out in E3 like, hey, uh, we want to announce the Metro Prime trilogy today. Go download yeah. it. I can see them doing that. <clears throat> but I don't know why they just don't give it right now if it's ready to go. Yeah. But that's, that's their call. Um, but yeah, so many many were left feeling mixed about this. They're like, well, you know, I really like Mario Maker, and this Link's Awakening is pretty dope, and a uh, new Platinum uh, game is coming out. But, you know, you're left kind of like, well, I, I really wanted to hear more about Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know? So I think that's going to come in E3. They're, they're waiting for the for the big game guns, you know, to, to come out during E3, because the, all the yeah. spotlight's going to go on microsoft and nintendo since uh sony is not going to be there uh so they're saving animal crossing for e3 for sure yeah but i think uh animal crossing on the go oh geez yeah honestly i'm still surprised that like animal crossing is still as big as it is i'm not i mean it's uh pay your debt simulator exactly i i i like i said i stopped playing animal crossing because i was so much in school debt that when I was trying to pay back Tom Nook, I was it's just, just like, more I frustrating. it's like, I can't, I, it's giving me, it's giving me really bad anxiety. So I just couldn't. We but, have it. Yeah, I still, yeah, I still have it. I still play it. Um, But at the time I was just like, we were in a, like a really ba- bad financial spot yeah. in, earlier in our marriage. And I was just like, and just trying to pay back Tom Nook. And then like he said, here's another loan on top of it. I'm like, yeah, it's I like, can't. I hate that he like gives you loans without you asking for it. It's like, what? Well, isn't that like the American lifestyle now? You get debt without even asking for it. College debt. <laughs> you but asked for it, though. I was only 18 years old. I did not know what I was getting myself into. This is not a political podcast, though. Woo! Number one gaming news! Anyway. So, <clears throat> the number one gaming news of this week, we want to, like, breeze through three, two, to get the one, because Activision! Wait. Activision alert! What? Activision alert. Anyways, uh, but Activision Blizzard lays off 8% of its employees after a record year. Record year, they said. Yeah, that makes no sense. It does not. But, uh, but here's the thing. Okay, before I get into this, I might be playing devil's advocate for Activision. Forgive me. But... Dang it. Um, but CEO uh, Bobby uh, Kodak, I think it's Kodak. Kodak? 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 <laughs> Serg? Um, but CEO Bobby Kodak, I think. Um, okay. I thought the, I thought the Adam PC. Adam just had a heart attack. I thought the PC was shutting was off. Good. Uh, but CEO Bobby Kodak said in an, in an earnings call, 
once again we achieve we achieved record results in 2018 record results we've never made more money in our entire life uh which he says that later on yeah but he later says that like they've never made more money in activision blizzard's history like they they are they, they're they're burning a hole in their pockets right now yeah. with all the money they're making right yeah. now um so they're making tons of money but because of missed expectations, missed expectations, the company laid off 800 workers in publishing and esports departments. That's almost 10% of its employees. That's almost 1,000 people. Mm -hmm. it, I, the number ranges from 775 people to 1,000. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it was 500. Yeah. You made record sales. I don't care if it was 300. You made record sales. And you're like... We're going to cut these people off. Yeah. Now, devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate the word. But, okay. So, later on in the earnings call, they said that they needed to make leadership changes. That they wanted to uh, go on into the long haul of Activision Blizzard. Notice who was fired. Publishing and esports department. They've already said, now Blizzard has already reported that there's not going to be any new Blizzard titles coming out in 2019. There goes publishing. Mm -hmm. And also esports. Uh, so they're having a vision that I don't know what they're doing, but they're cutting off certain departments. They're not cutting down people. Like It's not like, we're going to cut a little bit from publishing and a little bit. They're, they're like cleaning house yeah, uh, for specific divisions. Um, and I think it's because they're having a new vision of how to achieve their goals for the long run. It's still a scummy move. I'm not trying to say that, oh, yeah, they're totally fine. It's just a no, it's still a scummy move. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yes. Yeah, so we you have the money to be paying these people. I completely understand. Yeah. From a business standpoint, getting rid of sectors that are no use to you. Right. I completely understand that. But if these were paid employees, mm -hmm. why didn't like why couldn't you repurpose them? Exactly. You know, put them in another department or at least give them a chance to move to another department. Like interview them, see if they're Yeah. You know, like capable of capable of working in any other department or anything like that. Like it's just so silly and scummy and so many different things. Um what is he saying to me? Oh my goodness. Um, that was just Josh, uh, absolute prodigy. Um, but yeah, so the, the final quote that I have written down in my notes is that while our financial results for 2018 were the best in our history, best in our history, yeah, we didn't realize our full potential, full potential. What do you mean by that? Bobby, uh, to help reach our full potential, we've made important leadership changes. Yeah. <clears throat> Bull. I I mean, thinking like I said, thinking from a business standpoint, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter how much money they made this year if they didn't see those expectations. Not even expectations, if but if they didn't see those, um, like uh, monies or what? No, do you like those sections. Oh, they their, didn't see the sections like pulling their weight. Not even pulling their weight. They didn't see them serving a purpose in yeah. their company anymore they didn't yeah. see them advancing the company in any way mm -hmm. so from a business standpoint i understand it like it doesn't matter how much money you made this year if that department that was what i was looking for if that if those departments yeah. were taking money and not really helping get it back yeah you know what i mean like from a business standpoint it doesn't matter how much money they made this year it's the fact that those departments weren't making them money anymore yeah you know but this is a this is like something that's coming into conversation right now in the gaming industry uh, that game developers should unionize that they should uh, have some lawyers on hand that they they shouldn't be treated like this anymore that they should actually have some representation in their workforce uh, and honestly we were gonna have this as our big topic uh, corporate greed and the union however we are not fully educated on that uh, system no so. So we didn't want to just like talk out of our keisters uh, <laughs> on saying that stuff. But this is definitely coming up in like a good conversation, just like how Battlefront 2 
that got governments involved with loot boxes. Mm-hmm. This is going to be changing the game for game developers, this this kind of layoffs. So, uh, but yeah, it's just a scummy way of doing things. It's a scummy way of running your business. Um, the other thing, now, last thing, and then uh, we'll move on to talkie time. Um, but some people were writing articles like, oh, Ubisoft make tons of money, did not lay off 800 workers. Uh, Jason Schreier made a really good point that like saying like, um, no, keep in mind, like all jokes aside, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever, uh, Ubisoft also has Canadian governments on their side so that if they have enough workers in their, if they have enough presence in their workforce, they'll actually get a tax break. Yeah. So the fact that they don't hire, like they don't fire people is actually helping them. <laughs> yeah, it's hel- it gives them more money. So you can't just be comparing companies, especially international companies like that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like we can't just keep saying like, oh, look, this company did things better. Well, yeah. You know, they're doing it for their own tax break. They're doing it for themselves. Yeah. But here, here's the bottom line. Game developers can't be treated like this anymore. Game developers can't be treated like Rockstar did, apparently, with 100-hour oh, yeah, work that weeks. Was insane. They can't be treated like this by making tons of money and still firing 800 people. They, they can't be treated like this anymore, and it's time to, like, actually take action, take representation, and, like, give these people a voice now mm-hmm. instead of just leave them to go off their ways. They can't be cut by EA anymore like Visceral did. Like they, they can't they can't be treated like this anymore. Yeah. They they are trying to achieve their dreams, they're trying to achieve their arts, and they're being cut from the force like this. So I wish it could be our big topic, but again, that's that's pretty much all we have to say. That's because yeah. we're not really educated on on unionizing or anything like that. But that's all we have. Uh but let's get into our big topic of the week. There's no transition sound quite yet uh we were going to record it but you're too tired to record uh that but you well know. he also <coughs> asked me while i was still drinking my morning tea oh yeah true i mean i'm still tired but i'm not as tired but like I, he's like oh you want to do it and i'm just like i have to put on a cute excited little voice yeah and so i'm not awake yet yeah so <laughs> we'll do it friday yeah yeah we'll, we'll establish it on friday uh, but yeah let's get into talkie time and this week's big topic is all about waiting for sales on games right so every single week we like to take a question about being a grown-up gamer or the gaming industry uh and this week we're, we're talking about being a grown-up gamer again so uh before we get into that uh real quick <clears throat> i just want to establish our audience right now so last week i put up an episode and i was just going to title it rumor mill marketing but uh i just want to do an experiment just to like get in touch with our audience like hey what kind of listeners do we have so i put apex legends and rumor marketing <clears throat> just to see like who would be interested if apex was in the title that was actually one of our least listened to episodes uh in in like the current quarter yeah and that just told me a lot like okay like i'm starting to get a feel for what our audience is about i'm starting to feel like our audience and this isn't a bad thing i'm just trying to get to know you guys yeah we love you Mwah. Please interact with us. Please interact with us. Um, but what's up, Nikki? N- Nikki always uh, yeah. interacts with us. So does um, Good Game, Great Game. They're great podcasts. So does uh, Story Everpod. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think our audience is right in between. Whoopsies. Uh, is right in between um, the casual gamer and the hardcore gamer. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think our audience is casual in the way that they're like, oh, yeah, I play Candy Crush or, oh, yeah, I just play that. Like, they're not so... Oh, did he fart again? Oh, so bad. Oh, poor Floki. Oh, that was like a bomb. It just attacked my face. Floki farts. Hashtag Floki farts. Hashtag bliss. Hashtag bliss. Um, I don't think you're so casual in the way of just like you don't care about video games, yeah. but I also don't think the audience is like hardcore gaming and uh, you only uh, you know 120 FPS and mouse and keyboard. Blah, blah, blah. But I think you're just right in the middle where you're just like, okay, well, don't treat me like I'm a casual gamer, but also I don't, I don't, I'm not competitive either. So uh, I'm starting to get to know you guys a little bit. So. Yeah interact with us we 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 love talking with you guys um if you're like that you know reach out to us i i think we we want to do this this podcast for the people right in the middle you know 
because we're we're right in the middle. We're not casual gamers. We're not rawr, hardcore gamers. Yeah. And this is talking about adult gaming. You know, grown up gamers. Let's talk about this. Waiting for sales on games. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about this? Like, uh, you you love Sims Four. I do. DLCs come out for it. Well, expansions come out for it all the time. Yeah. What do you What do you think whenever you see one? I want to buy it now. Buy it now. Well, like, how do you know? But I regret <clears throat> it. So. Yeah. Well, like that's the thing. What's your What's your process? In the way of like, I really want to buy this now versus like. You know that expansion is going to go on sale. How do you know which one you want to buy right now versus wait for a sale? Um, the price aside. You're using the wrong example because I want to buy them all right now. And you're the one that says, uh, let's wait for a sale. <laughs> so really, the way I decide is you tell me let's wait for a sale <laughs> because we just bought one last week. <laughs> They're like 40 bucks a pop. They're 20 bucks. Some of them are no, 40. No, but seriously, when it comes to Sims ones, I need to start looking at them more Mm -hmm. because the reason i buy most of them is for the extra like furniture and the extra clothes and extra hairstyles but i actually don't like the actual point of it like i just got the group one and i'm not a huge fan of the groups because i have goals for my sims yeah and like groups just kind of get in the way Mm -hmm. though the girl i just made did meet her boyfriend in her club but still it's just like I should really just be buying the stuff packs mm-hmm. instead or the um, like the little things and then only focusing the money on yeah. the expansion packs that I really like, you know, like yeah. the pets or toddler, like things like that. Um, yeah. Our dog's exploring. So, yeah. But now oh, I, I just pokey. feel bad, so I don't want to delete any of them. <laughs> So I'll just wait till Sims 5 and go from there. Wow. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of times where you're just like, I want to buy this game mm-hmm. now. But honestly, as grown-up gamers, uh, there's bills to pay, honestly. Floki out. Oh, Floki. Good little boy. Um, but there's bills to pay. There's other things to, to watch out. Oh, my goodness, Floki. <laughs> <laughs> tried to pounce on me. <sighs> it's cuddle time, Papa. <laughs> <clears throat> but... There, there's different things that you need to look out for. Like with this podcast, um, like I could buy all the games I could. Yeah. Right. So there, there's choices I have to make. Like I can either report on this game right now and just buy it right now for $60 or I can wait and use that money for better uh, equipment to make the podcast more professional. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're looking into like other equipment to sound like make this sound better for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just started start to think like, should I use that money for this or should I wait for a sale? Yeah. Uh, biggest biggest one right now is Resident Evil Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, 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 really want to play the uh, Resident Evil Two remake. However, one, I've already played the original, and I and I understand it's way different. I understand. I get yeah. it. Uh, it's different camera angle. It's newest graphics. Uh, there's but it's DLCs. Still the same story. It's still the same story. Um, and plus, it's it's sixty dollars, and my backlog is just so massive right yeah. now. Yeah. Right now, I'm trying to get through Dishonored 2. Uh, and again, I'm replaying the Ezio collection. I'm replaying it like for the 20th time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going through the Dishonored series. I have another game. Uh, oh, I'm going through the Elder Scrolls Online. But yeah, so I, I just decided like, you know what? It's going to go on sale pretty soon. Yeah. And I was like thinking like, what would I pay for this game? And Forty dollars, I think I would. Yeah. If it goes on sale for forty dollars, I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, ha- and this is the thing, it will go on sale for forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Maybe in three months, maybe in six months. Who knows? But yeah, something like Resident Evil Two Remake, it's going to go on sale. Yeah, because it one, it's a remake. Um, that that's pretty much it. Uh, it's a remake. It's popular. They know they can get some people if they just cut down twenty dollars. They're like, hey, want to get introduced to this so that you can pay for more mm-hmm. DLC. I'm not sure if there's going to be paid DLC for Resident Evil Two, but they put games on sale so that you you buy into the game. Yeah. And then you can buy some more DLC from it. Yeah. But <clears throat> but yeah, that's the thing. You have to look at yourself and you're just saying this is eventually going on going on sale. Yeah. Um. So the one thing that I, I look at, you know, you, you look at Sims 4 and hopefully you're going to look at the expansion packs. 
Um, but the one thing I say is like, can I wait to hear the story? Am I okay with like, like seeing some um, uh, uh, spoilers? Right. Yeah. One of them was Resident Evil, or not Resident Evil, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I should not have worried about seeing spoilers from that because the game is so long that not many people have beaten it yet. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are just like, I finally beat it. Like it's an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, it's like Persona Five, basically. Um, but yeah, what would, what would you say on that? Like, just saying, like, can you wait to, like, hear the spoilers? don't care too much about spoilers like as long as like yeah don't tell me like the big ones like the twists or anything yeah but like in kingdom hearts 3 there's a big twist okay yeah shocker but it's a disappointment i don't i don't know i feel like i don't follow enough Mm -hmm. to run into them yeah so yeah you're not on like Twitter, like I am, I'm like, yeah, no, like focus I on. don't follow, <clears throat> um, like developers or anything. Yeah. Or discussion boards or. Yeah. Because on my Twitter, like I realized the reason I didn't like Twitter for so long is because I was adding like celebrities and yeah. companies that I liked mm-hmm. and I was like, this is so boring. Yeah. So I don't follow them anymore because then they just like crowd up my feed and I don't like it. So mm-hmm. I don't follow them. So, I, I mean, I don't really get that many spoils. The only company I follow is Sims because I want to hear the answer to Sims 5 if they announce it before E3. But I think they're yeah. actually going to announce it at E3 this year. You think? So, yes. I don't know. Like, it's just, if they haven't... If, well, no, they have a pattern. Every It comes out every five years. Yeah. And it, in two, it's 2019 that we mm-hmm. make it five years. Now, there are some people who believe it might be a delayed a year, but it should come out either this year or next year. So they should say something about it at E3 this year. Your Sims 5 is like my Elder Scrolls 6, honestly. Yes. And that brings me to my next point. Is that like, <coughs> how do I know if I want to play a game right now? Not only about spoilers, but is it a game that you know that you're going to be super excited for? And you know it's just like, I don't care if it's bad. I just want to play it because I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah. Sims 5 potentially could be oh a bad God, game. I'm pre-ordering that. I'm play- I might take off work the day it comes out. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm playing that game. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're excited for that. Uh, it's like me with Elder Scrolls 6. Once that comes out, like, the world will die to me. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, even the Outer Worlds to me. The Outer Worlds, I'm planning on purchasing day one, getting right into the game, because I'm excited for it. Like, I really want to get in that world. I don't think... I don't know how I can explain, like, why I can't wait to be in that world. But it's, like, one of those things that, like, okay, I can wait. But for the Outer Worlds, it just seems like that sounds exactly like the game I want to be a part of. Yeah. You know? Um, And it sounds like it's super replayable. Sounds like I'll get my money's worth. But Sims 5, you know, even a sequel, you're just like, I don't care. I've I've been in a world before. You've been in the world of Sims. You want to be in Sims 5's world. You know, I'm just getting so excited. Yeah. Or even um, for me pretty recently now, uh, Division 2. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are like harping on it, saying like, oh, it's just the same as Division. You know, oh, it's, it's not that great. Oh, it's not graphically that powerful. I like it. I played the beta. Yeah. It, yeah, it definitely is. So a little bit about Division 2 beta. Yeah, it's more Division. Like it's nothing yeah. spectacularly different. But that's the thing. I love the division. I love mm-hmm. the gameplay. I, I love the story. I love the missions. And this is more of it in a brighter setting um, with a bit more powers in it. I'm excited. Yeah. I love division. And I mean, <coughs> the other way that I know that you or that I help you decide whether to wait for a sale, like yeah. when you're between two games or something like that, whether to wait for a sale or not. Mm-hmm. I know that like I help you think about like, like I'll say, like, well, you've been talking about this game yeah. more than this game. Like, when you were between getting the new NBA mm-hmm. and... Was it Skyrim Special Edition? No. Something. No, it was uh, Gears of War 4 or Skyrim Edition that was coming out. I was just like... But, I mean, it's, we've, I mean, it's been a bunch of different situations over yeah. the past three years. But you're always like between them. I say, well, you talk about this one more Mm -hmm. or, you know, I kind of like let you know, like what I hear you saying. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the Gears of War 4 come out in 2016? Oh, my goodness. No, like, I'm thinking, it's like, like, is that the game that was in between? Because that's actually a pretty good uh, example. Gears of War, blah, 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 not Gears of War. So, yeah, back in um, 2016, if I'm right, I think it was Gears of War 4 that came out uh, in the same time. Uh, really states. I'm researching on the spot, people. Yeah, it was 2016. So, yeah, okay, so that was a good point because you actually had a conversation with me between, okay, so Skyrim Special Edition came out for uh, for consoles, right? And it had mods in it. And you, console players finally got mods. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a console peasant. I play on PC, but I'm a console peasant. You know, bleh. But uh, it was in between, like, oh, man, should I, should I be buying Gears of War 4 or Skyrim Special Edition? And I was just like, I, I already put you know, a thousand hours into Skyrim and Gears of War 4 is its new story that in the franchise I love. And you were like talking to me about like, well, which one are you talking about more? Yeah. And you knew that I loved Skyrim way more than I love Gears exactly. of War. Exactly. You know? And that's what I usually do when you're between games. I'm like, well, you talk about this more and mm-hmm. you seem so excited about it. Like you can get the other game anytime. Yeah. And you have to think like if you're by if you're between two games, mm-hmm. you can always get the game you're more excited about, and then the other game wait for sale. Yeah, or you wait to get it used, like mm-hmm. because if you say you get the new game and all right, you finished that game, you've retired it. Yeah, it's been four months. Four months later, someone has played through it mm-hmm. and sold it back. Yeah, you know, what I ended up doing was like I ended up getting Skyrim Special Edition, and I did not regret it. I love Skyrim. Oh, absolutely not. I absolutely loved it. And I eventually got Gears of War 4, but I waited till it was on sale. And I got the Ultimate Edition. I forget what it was called specifically, but mm-hmm. it was the Ultimate Edition that came with uh, Gears of War 1 through 3 and Gears of War Judgment. Oh, yeah. And I got the Steelbook case, which were minimalist, and I threw that out. I'm sorry. We're not collectors anymore. Um, but, yeah, um, the Steelbook case and all the DLC codes. And, yeah. and I got it all for 25 bucks. Exactly. And it was just like, and I playing through Gears of War four. I'm glad I waited for a sale. I was not really, you know, the happiest with it. Yeah, and you would have regretted getting that over, over Skyrim. Skyrim, especially when you saw a few more months down the line that you could have gotten all of them mm-hmm. and DLC and everything for yeah. twenty five dollars. And that's the other point I have in my notes is that like I think games are one of the only mediums that actually you benefit from waiting because not only can you get the ultimate edition way cheaper like if you were waiting for mass effect andromeda which I'm, i don't think i'm ever I'm gonna so play sorry. but if you're waiting for that you can get like the the ultimate deluxe edition for like dirt cheap now yeah um because it's a garbage game uh, don't <laughs> at me but but like games are the only medium that's it actually pays to wait because you're going to get the cheaper deluxe edition you're going to get better patches. Uh, you'll have more features. Yeah. Like Resident Evil 2 just came out with its new uh, Ghost Survivors DLC for free. So day one, you're going to get the full game and the DLC right there. Yeah. Uh, that and yeah. when you wait, you don't have to like say you had bought Gears of War 4 brand new yeah. the day it came out. You had to play the game with all of its bugs and mm-hmm. all problems that came with it. Whereas when you wait like four to six months or even a year after a game comes out, chances are those yeah. terrible bugs that ruined the game in the beginning, you don't have to deal with. Yeah, it's kind of like when I first got into Division. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to play it, but then I played it a year after release, something like that, a year after release. And everybody's like, oh, this is the buggiest game ever. I played it and I was having the greatest time in the world. I was like, <laughs> I love this thing. What are you talking about? But that's because I waited and yeah. all the bugs were, were fixed and basically fixed. Um, it was just a more fun game to play. I wasn't with the other people that had to wait for patches and yeah. were disappointed. I waited. And, and you loved the game. I absolutely love Division now. Same thing with uh, Elder Scrolls Online right now. Mm-hmm. I bought that game for just under five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks. And it's already like a well-established game. There's a great player base. Um, there's more features. There's more DLCs. And I'm just jumping right into it uh, without any problems at all. Yeah. And it's not to say that, like, if you want to play a game right now, that's fine. That's on you, Yeah, man. go ahead. Go play it. Like like yeah. I said, like, I plan on getting Sims 5 day one. Yeah. And I'm planning on getting... Well, I am. I 
I'm getting uh, Division Two right away, or even yeah, uh, like Worlds. if you're excited about it, get it. That's that's a reason to get it right mm-hmm. now. If you're excited about it, then yeah, get it. But if it's something that you're on the fence about, and you're not sure, or you're between a game you're excited for mm-hmm. and that game, wait, just wait. Yeah, because imagine uh, the the newest game coming out. I think it's coming out this week. Anthem. Uh, Anthem is an is an online game, and everybody's just kind of like. I feel like mm, the majority of people are on the fence about Anthem. They played the demo. Yeah. It's fun. It's fine. But it's not like something that they're wanting to put yeah. how, hundreds of hours into. Um, and I would just say, like, yeah, just wait. Because, one, it's going to be a lower price in, like, July, basically. Mm-hmm. You're going to see an E3. Here's the thing about Anthem. You're going to see an E3, like, this huge update for Anthem. And with that update, they want more of a player base to get into it, and they're going to lower the price of Anthem to mm-hmm. get you into it. And so then you can pay for the Micro Jacksons and the DLC. They want you to buy in at a lower price, so it's more... And that's the thing. If you're on the fence about it, then go to like games that you love. You know, mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, there there's games that are on my radar, but I'm on the fence about. But instead of putting up my backlog a little bit more... I want to go back and replay like old games that I that I do know I I actually yeah. do like. Like you're playing Sims 4 a lot. I'm still going through Dishonored uh and I'm about to like do another playthrough of Spider-Man in the Sam Raimi suits. I love <laughs> Spider-Man. My goodness. But yeah, like it just gives you more time to play the games that you already love. Yeah. Cuz here's the thing about our generation in gaming. There's just way too many games to keep track of. Yeah. Do you remember back in the day when like there was one or maybe tops, tops, like three solid titles that you could not wait for in the yeah. year. Whereas now it's just like there, there's at least like I'm going to I'm going to just exaggerate 50 titles in the year that are just like, you got to play this. 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 I would say like 10. 15. But OK, <laughs> let's meet in the middle. Um, But yeah, there's uh, there's Anthem. There's Metro Exodus. There's uh, Division Two. Did I say that already? No. Um, Sekiro, Shadows Dice Twice. There's Outer Worlds. There's uh, titles we haven't even heard of yet in uh, E3. There's Death Stranding. That's coming out this year. I'm guaranteeing Death Stranding is going to be out this year. There's just so many titles that Sims you... Sims 5. Sims 5, sure. Um, <laughs> there's just so many titles that like, the gaming industry tells you you have to play. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, but I'm not interested. Or like, I feel like I can wait on that. Yeah. Or all of your friends are just like, why haven't you played that? Why don't you have to play? Yeah. I just want to wait. Like, I want to wait. And then just see like how it goes. Um, But yeah, so that's the thing. It's just like, wait on it. And that's the other reason why we like to tell you guys to keep up with gaming news. That's why we'll like inform you about newer games because mm-hmm. games are an investment. They are. You know? They're a lot of money. They are. You know, so keep up with gaming podcasts, uh, gaming news channels, uh, gaming, like keep up with the latest of your games. Like keep a track of it to say like, yeah, you should buy into this. Like, oh, this is like a really good game or like keep a track of it as it's progressing further and further into Mm -hmm. development and be like, yeah, I want to play them. Like I've been watching a lot of uh, Outer Worlds interviews. The more I watch these interviews, I'm like, yeah, I want that game right now. I want it in my belly. Right now. What? Huh? But that's the thing. The more I watch these interviews, the more I watch like updates about Outer Worlds, the Mm -hmm. more I really want to play the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good to just keep a track of it and understand that it's okay to wait. In fact, it's beneficial to wait. Because again, you're gonna get the best patches, you're gonna get more features day one, you're gonna have a lower price. Like I said, I got Gears of War 4, the deluxe edition. For 25 bucks, and I got Gears of War 1 through 3, which I've already played. Mm-hmm. Like, I played those games, I don't know how many times now. Gears of War Judgment, though, I played once and I was like, Ugh! and then I returned it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I did not, I should not have bought that game. I did not like Gears of War Judgment. Um, but yeah, like, you're, it's just benefiting you to wait on games. You know, yeah. you're a grown up gamer, there's so many bills to pay, there's so many things that. Like money's money's tight mm-hmm. when you become an adult. Like money money gets just so much tighter. Like your car breaks down, or like you gotta pay rent, or you know, something like we all gotta eat. You know, the more the more we pay for groceries. Here you go, Josh. Here's your grocery segment. 
the more we pay for groceries, I'm like, do we have to eat? <laughs> do I? Do Can I? Can we just like just get a bunch of ice cream and yeah, Oreo, like get all the junk food stuff that's cheaper and just live on that? Can I? Can I just be? Can I just you know not starve? Can I starve, please? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just bills to pay and just like yeah, video games are important to us. Yeah. But we know that like okay, listen, there's so many sales that happen. Yeah. And very recently afterwards, like mm-hmm. look at Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider went on sale a month after. Yeah. And that really irked fans off, especially Fallout 76. Fallout 76 went on sale oh, like yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. Just like wait for sales. If you're on the fence, wait for a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really like I'm really against this game. Wait till it's dirt cheap. Maybe try it out. Like, like I said, I got Elder Scrolls Online for five bucks. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Um, but it, we understand we're not gonna say to like never buy a game for sixty dollars. Never. Seldom. You know, I buy Division Two. Who cares? Do it. Buy it. Buy it now. Division Two. Anyways, uh, or Outer Worlds. I don't care. Like people are gonna say like don't buy games day one. Uh, but I want to play Outer Worlds. Yeah. I, I don't care. Sims 5 when it comes out. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't care what you got to say, journalist. Journalist. Um, I want Outer Worlds in my life. <laughs> so, especially Death Stranding. Death Stranding is going to be an easy investment. Yeah. Like, Death Stranding is going to be the game of the decade. I cannot wait to play that game. I don't care. I don't care if it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to jack the price up to $80. Here's my money. I accept the uh, offer of $80. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Give me that the Death Stranding game. But I think that can do it for this week's uh, talkie time. We talked a lot about it. There's a lot of things that happen in growing up gamer life. There's priorities that have to happen. And there's games that you can just wait on. There's yeah. definitely games that you can wait on. And it's just establishing, making your own guide for yourself to say, like, you know what? I can wait for this game. I can yeah. I can totally wait. Um, for me, it's most of the time I can wait. Yeah. One game that I'm definitely gonna wait on is Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice. That looked so awesome, but Dark Souls always gets me um uh, a little angry. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll wait till summertime to play that when I'm in a better mood. Yeah. I can't imagine. I'm already moody in the winter time. Uh, wait, no, that comes out in March. But still, I'll wait till summertime until I'm in better vibes yeah. to play that game. And it's on sale. If I'm in summertime moods and I'm playing a game that gets me a little irritated, then, you know, I'll enjoy my time a little better. It'll bounce out. Yeah. You know, it'll keep me even, you know, even Steven. Okay. We'd like, we like, <laughs> hello, listeners. My name's Adam. Um, we'd like to thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, we love hanging out with you guys. We love how you're listening to us. Uh, we're seeing the more listeners grow in this. We're not doing this because, you know, just for the fame. It's nice to be famous. I won't lie. That would be wonderful. It would be nice to be recognized. Like, oh, aren't you Adam? I'm like, yeah. Why am I talking what this in the world? Yeah. But here's the thing. We just want to do this because we like knowing that there's, like, there's something we can do to, like, put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. We like doing this because... We like interacting with you guys, and there's something in life that's just like, man, that 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 dude's really funny. Yeah, he's so funny. No, I'm the funny one. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> we we do this for you guys and your entertainment. We love interacting with you. We love to talk with you, um, and uh, hopefully we get to meet you guys. Um, we're waiting for uh, something in the works, so hopefully that goes around. I don't want to spoil it. I was going to say, like, way to be cryptic. Like, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it because, you know, I don't know. If it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen. But I, I just love, like, when I really want to meet you guys. And I really want to get to know you guys. So, uh, you know, tweet at us. We love to talk with you. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to remind you again to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or follow us individually because you can talk to us individually. Mm-hmm. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And even though you see me post about writing stuff, you can still like talk to me Yeah, about games and stuff. And we would really want to do episode 50, like ask me anything. Yeah. So uh, start interacting with us. Ask us questions, whatever. Just uh, yeah. keep talking to us um, because we, we love uh, having conversations with you and so I would say if the question is for the ask me anything segment, maybe like 
tell us so that we don't like <coughs> answer you on Twitter and then there's no point in doing it in the podcast. Yeah. Hashtag ask me anything. Yeah. Kind of. But we would love to gather up questions. Yeah. Just start talking to us. We, we love you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we're, we're doing this for you, honestly. So, again, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We love how you're loving these episodes. We love how you're interacting with us. Again, follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or me at Ace the Grocer. And me at Journey First. Follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word. If you're listening to us on iOS, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever you're listening to us on, uh, give us your honest feedback, a five-star rating, some ratings, you know, written up like, oh, Adam is um, not the greatest gamer of all time. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, but, you know, give us an honest review because the more reviews you get, the more attention we get from Anchor. Oh, goodness. Anchor, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Put us on the featured page, man. I would just want to be on the featured page so we don't have to talk about it anymore. I'm still going to talk about it. I know. Yeah. Then I'll find the next victim. I really just want to be on anchors, honestly. Um, But yeah, so we thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Um, Right now, Absolute Prodigy is uh, being featured on the um, Latinx Twitch stream. So right after he's done, uh, we'll be streaming Apex Legends. So if you're listening to this on Monday, February 18th, uh, I'll probably tweet about like where to find us on on Twitch. And you can... uh, Check me out while while I play Apex Legends with Absolute Prodigy. So thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We love you very much. Have a good week.